0: Welcome to the Freelance Afternoon Show. We are two freelancers who start our own successful businesses and want to help other aspiring freelancers learn from our mistakes while building a successful business of their own. Hi, I'm Wes Vance. Here with my co-host, Devin Opaio. Today, we're going to be talking about how to name and incorporate your freelance business. But before we get it started, we've been advised to inform you that neither Devin nor myself are lawyers. And we're merely speaking from some past experience and before you do any of the stuff that we're about to talk about, you should definitely consult with a legal professional before making any legal judgment. So that's a great way to start the episode. But um, we're really excited to talk to you about like how we started naming our own businesses. And if you're anything like Devin or myself, we spent way too long trying to figure out what and how to name our um, our companies. I remember like I was just coming out of college, and I was it was like two in the morning, and I had. Spent like the past five hours writing down, you know, every word that I could think of related to my life and what I wanted my business to be, and I was trying to finagle that into some type of name. At the end of the day, I just kind of picked a name that really resonated with me, something that that had kind of meaning to me in my past, and something that I think I could make some. Judgment, some some kind of puns and stuff on in the kind of the future. So I named my business Apollo Studios. I wanted to be an astronaut, so that's my big reason why. So that being said, like it's not too big of a deal what you name your company, but there are some important things that can play a part into kind of future branding. Devin and I have both kind of talked a lot about this and and how we named our businesses. One of the first things is like, do you want to name it singular or plural? Apollo Studio, Apollo Studios, Devin or um, Bison Studio, Bison Studios. Are you going to be looking to expand into multiple areas, multiple places in the world? Do you plan on having teammates? In which case the plural might make more sense. That's definitely something to just really think about. Another big common one that I get asked all the time is, why don't you name it after yourself? Wes Vance Consulting or Devin Consulting. And that's totally, there are many great developers and many great freelancers that go that path. One common one is Paul Jarvis. He names his business after his own name. But for me, I wanted to grow a team. I wanted it to be bigger than myself, so I went with something that was more of an organization. Similarly, like you need to make sure that like you can get all of your social media options kind of out of the way. You're not going to be able to get your like launch. You're not going to be able to get all the social media accounts for something like a common name. So you need to, to be kind of different. Sometimes that's with like you can you can kind of play puns on the words. You can add some R's at the end: Twitter, Tumblr, Imgur, Imgur. So so you can kind of play with the words. But either way, you should really try and find a consistency in your social media and the domains that you own, etc. And finally, like, what's the direction of your business? What's your business goals? So again, for me, like I said, I plan on having a big team. Maybe I don't want to spend all of my time in just development resources, so I would make my name very generic. It wasn't like codestudio.com because I don't necessarily want to specialize just in code in the long run. So I think it's super important on how you name your company. And it it plays really a big role into that.
1: Yeah. And uh, I'll go ahead and add to that and say that a lot of the times when we're starting freelance companies, when I started a freelance company and Wes started a freelance company, it's good to think about how you're perceived from an outside perspective. Both of us are are kind of smaller and I think our target is more medium-sized companies. So we created a persona within our companies to make ourselves not seem bigger than we are. Like I'm pretty transparent that... On on Bison Studios website, that it's a development studio of one, but it's nice, I think, to have a name that's bigger than one person if your target is companies who are larger than multiple people. So that's something to think about whenever you're determining what service you're wanting to provide as a freelancer. But you'll find out pretty quickly that regardless of a name that you choose, it's going to be a lot of work. To brand that name. If you decide to freelance on your own name, you're gonna do as much branding as you would be doing if you had a name of a company. It's still gonna be a great idea for you to get like a Hootsuite account to manage your social media stuff. But the key takeaway here is that whatever you choose for a name, make sure it's something that you enjoy and that you can stand behind and it's something that you can represent and also something that you're okay with being branded as for the next. Year, two years, or however long you're planning on trying to go freelance, it's something that you're going to be attached to. And I know personally, I kind of I started with the New Bison Studio, so I, I try to incorporate that a lot into like other themes and work that I do. One thing also that you would want to do whenever you're developing your company and your company name, it would be to check the business registry of the IRS and also to check the National Trademark Registry. I think that's also the IRS as well. There's a trademark search on. Some random government website, and there's an IRS search as well. LegalZoom has a really good name checker that you can use as well, that probably has a lot cleaner UI than a lot of the government ones. And we'll share that in the show notes for this episode so you can check those out for yourself. And yeah, this is a good time to go ahead and talk about LegalZoom a little bit. Yeah, so overall, I think one of the most important
0: parts about naming your business is just the consistency that you're going to have, right? Is that if you're going to, in Devin's case, for example, he switched from uh, Bison Studios to a Bison studio. And he, he switched that across his entire company a few months, like many months ago. And that's, I think, super important, is that whenever you're going to going to create all of these web accounts for yourself, if in one web account, you have to use a short name. So in my case, I use Apollo Stu, S-T-U, for all my accounts, because I can't... There's another company called Apollo Studios that's already got a lot of the accounts taken. So because of that, I've, I've used Apollo Stu on my website. I use it for my email. I use it for everything. Because I think it's really important to stay consistent in all of your branding efforts, it's going to really help solidify your brand and make sure that people don't get confused or think about you in a different context. It's kind of all getting back to that singular point. When someone thinks of development, I want them to think of a policy too.
1: Yeah, that's definitely an interesting thought. And I think that consistency is very important. Once you have a name in a brand that you've decided to go with, it's time to file a four-year incorporation. And we're not going to talk about the differences between an S-Corp, a C-Corp, and an LLC right now. We'll probably touch on those in a later episode. If you're not sure, ask an accountant. There's a few subtle differences between all of them. And an LLC is the most common, especially amongst people who are new to having to deal with business taxes. There are other options out there. And if you're interested, I highly recommend checking out the other options that there are and or asking an accountant or lawyer friend if you have one that knows about business law. But the way that you can take your business name and incorporate it legally to be a business would be to go through a filing service. And you can technically go through the IRS yourself but it's a lot of paperwork that you have to do. And most of the times what people will do for businesses and what Wes and I both did was we went through a filing service. I went through incorporate.com. Wes went through LegalZoom. Um, In retrospect, I would recommend people go through LegalZoom. They had a better experience than I had whenever Wes and I were comparing. And LegalZoom, in addition to the, the fee for filing, an additional fee for getting an EIN number, which is what you need to get a bank account for your business and a state filing fee, it comes out to about $530. And that's probably the cheapest that you could start a business for. So a lot of people will can start freelancing. And then once they have, they're have they making enough money to afford that $530, then at that point, they'll do it. And before then, if you're not making that much as a freelance developer, that's a good way to experiment. And I don't even know... I know whenever I was working full-time, like if you don't make under a certain amount, I think it's like $600 or something, you don't even have to file it Anyway, don't quote me on that. Check with an accountant. But that's basically the cost of creating a business. And legally, at that point, you have a corporation that is yours and you are a business owner. So congratulations. And yeah, you're ready to get out there and start networking freelancing. And I do want to say, if you made a mistake in any of the process, it's not unrepairable. So don't be too afraid of making some mismarked file sheet on your taxes and then owing the government insane amount of money that you can't pay back. Most of these things I would say get an accountant for, kind of cross your T's, dot your I's with everything and, and get at least a friend to look over your filing just to make sure that you're doing everything right. And yeah, don't be afraid to get out there and get started with your new company. Well, thanks guys for listening. in. if you
0: like this episode, go ahead and subscribe to our newsletter on freelanceafternoon.com. You can find us at our businesses at apollostu.com and bisonstudio.co. Next week, we're going to be talking about bringing your brand online, so check it out. Thanks. If you want to join our freelance community, go to FreelanceAfternoon.com and sign up for our Slack channel. There you can chat with community members and ask questions about starting your own freelance business.
1: Thanks for listening to the Freelance Afternoon Show. I'm Devin. And I'm Wes. Have a great afternoon.